Moncrief on News Talk. Now this is the time of year when you might get invited to lots of work dues or to catch up with old friends or even to Christmas house parties. And it may well be the case that you can't accept all those invitations, forcing you to make excuses and then feel guilty about it. But new research reveals that the people who have invited you aren't that bothered about it. News talks, I'd love to come, but I have a Veruca correspondent, Henry McKean, has been investigating. Good afternoon, Henry. Good afternoon, Sean. I don't have a Veruca. There's loads no, of things wrong like with me. I just to point that out. Uh, you know, people <laughs> well, at this point would be, you know... Uh, well, this um, is a, there's a lot of bugs Do you know what the cure is for a Veruca? Uh, no. Uh, and and like a lot of parents might have, this is completely yeah. off the point, mm. but a Veruca is like a thing on your, a growth on your foot. Yes. Like the kids get them. They do. You go to the foot doctor. Yeah. The foot doctor charges you like an, an exorbitant amount. Euro. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, there or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And then says, this is what you do. You get a bit of surgical tape and just yeah. put it on the, on where the Veruca is and you just keep doing that for a period of months. Surgical uh, tape? Yeah. And, then, and eventually it just kind of gradually pulls oh, it I out. I they burnt it off. No. That's only in yeah. an extreme cases. In okay. more cases, they do the surgical thing and then you have to go back in three months' time and they charge you another hundred quid to go, oh, no, just keep doing that. Well, and, and it's a great excuse to get out of a party. Because oh, no. When you, you said limp. that, I Bad just limp. thought, yeah. I'm just going to have it's to just, sort of it's hibernate. It's just in my mind at the moment. I, That's uh, the only reason why <laughs> it was included in there. But, but yeah, this new research by West. West Virginia University, they're basically saying it's okay to say no. Uh, And we're overwhelmed at this time of the year, just coming in here, looking at the city, looking at the capital. People are running around like headless chickens and they just can't cope with all the the shopping. But the idea is we get invited to lots of parties at this time of the year. Um, And it's really interesting because the consequences aren't what we expect. We expect uh, to, you know, upset someone if we don't show up. We expect uh, to feel nervous and have anxiety around it. But it's a common experience. The actual host doesn't mind if you don't show up. It turns out, according to this research, they don't really care, which is great. (laughs) Um, Because you're kind of going to this party that you don't want to go to, and they don't really want you at the party either. And it's just one big game of bluff. Here are people on parties and on showing up. I ask, do you feel bad? No, not really. So you just skipped them? You just skipped them, yeah. And what excuse do you give? I don't. You say nothing? <laughs> you just don't no, go. I just don't go. Sorry, I can't make it. Like, I just don't go, yeah. And this time of the year is extremely busy for families, for people with work parties, with friends, Yeah, if family. you're busy, if you have your own things to do, like you have other things to do, other than going to a party, that's the last thing on your mind, you know what I mean? So you just know you can't make no. that party? No. <laughs> and let's say you invite her to a party and she doesn't come. Are you offended or do you understand? No, because more than likely if there's enough people there, you won't even know you that she's missing. Yeah. You won't even know. Yeah, yeah. Did you go to your Christmas party this year? No, I didn't. Um, I wasn't feeling too well and uh, I don't drink either, so I just found out. I think it's very cold this time of year as well, so I find that as well. You just want to stay at home? Yeah, I'm kind of someone that likes to sit in and watch a few movies. And, and hibernate. Stuff. And hibernate, that's it, yeah. And why is that that pressure? Did you feel that pressure to go to your Christmas party? or Not, think, a, not at all. Not a bit? No, not at all. I just I do what I want to do, really, you know, that way, so... I would feel obliged to go, yeah. For you, there's only one person, which is the house. For the house, there's loads of people, I guess. I mean... I don't really get that personally because uh, I would probably just go because I want to go, to be honest. So. so do you like going to parties at this time of the year? Y- yeah. Have you been to many? No, to be honest. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm okay with going because uh, I haven't gone to that many, so I'm not sick of them yet. 
Okay. Well, uh, good for her. Oh, I don't know. Do many mm. people have Christmas parties in their house? Oh, they do. do I mean, they? we might have one, actually, uh, uh, on the 28th. We're talking about it. Oh, we right. haven't invited anyone yet. Christmas party. Decision. Yeah, kind of in between. Uh, oh, that's a yeah. good idea. And that, like, there's no pressure. Like, you can come if you like, Sean. You don't have to. That's, I don't yeah, mind. I, I don't know, but I, I, this yeah. Baruch is really troubling me at the moment, Henry. <laughs> so I, I really don't know. Uh, so, like, yeah. like, is there some psychological reason why people get kind of so bent out of shape about it? No, this? Uh, absolutely. So the research shows that um, you know these negative uh, ramifications of saying no, uh, they're not as severe as we expect. Here is Dr. Karen Ward, psychotherapist, and she's dealt with it at her clinic many times. You have to remember that a lot of people invite people out of duty and loyalty and they often, when they have an event, do what the airlines are reputed to do. They overbook by 10%. Gathering the people are busy. They're not going to be able to turn up. But from the other perspective, when you receive an invitation and you can't make it or you don't want to make it, you can, in your head, blow up way out of proportion the reaction of the person who's invited you. More than likely, they need 10% of people not to show up. So you think in your head, oh, I've got to be at that party. If I don't show up, it will be rude. I'll be judged. I'll be letting them down. And you get yourself into a right tiz. And you go, you don't want to be there. Exactly. And of course, that's maybe irrational. It's not the thoughts of the person having it. It does depend, of course, on the relationship. But there's a lot to be said for the polite but firm thank you but no thank you. You don't necessarily have to tell the person who's invited you, well, look, I just want to loll about on the sofa. I'm exhausted at this time of the year. You can be, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm double booked, if need be. Or if you know the person really well, you can say, look, I'm just really not in a good place. I, I just need time to myself. There's the, the, the polite way and then there's the, the genuine, honest play. If it is a real friendship, then the person should understand. But... Also, maybe when people are offering invitations, they should think about the people they're offering them to. And particularly if it's a small event, that maybe a dinner party situation wouldn't suit some people. And therefore, it's, it's a double bind when they get the invitation and they're racked with guilt or worry or genuinely thinking, I'm going to be struck off this person's friendship list. And people do worry that they're going to be struck off and they're not going to be friends ever again. Is it okay, especially at this time of the year with lots of invitations, just to pull a no-show or just be really frank and say, I, I'm sorry, I just can't come? I think a no-show is, is... I wouldn't definitely not advocate Don't do a that. No-show. No, it's, it's not... Don't say you're going to go and then not go. No, definitely not. It would be... It's more judicious to decide, is it better to say, look, I'm double booked and I can't, or listen to be completely honest with the person. Uh, that, that would be your call. But I do really advocate that at this busy time of year, think of your own mental health and maybe pick certain events. Maybe go to one party, go to one show with the kids, go to one Santa Claus event or whatever, so that it's, it's their pleasures to go to rather than a huge, complete overload. And it means when the big day comes, whatever you might celebrate, you're totally exhausted. This time of the year, whatever you celebrate is all about connection, love, and friendship and going the extra mile so maybe getting an event 
invitation might be requiring you to make a bit of effort and to really get out there and talk to people and have all those great conversations that we talk about because sometimes you can get to the other end of the festivities and go what was that all about whereas a connection um, over a glass of wine or a mince pie might make a whole difference and really give you that lovely warm feeling inside. That lovely warm feeling inside. That was Dr. Karen Ward, uh, psychotherapist uh, there. Apart from the Christmas, mm. Henry, though, yep. a lot of people, because, you know, people are abroad, they have their weddings at this time of the year. So there's then another a layer huge of amount. I missed one. I decided to have a look at the uh, fireworks at the Sydney uh, Opera House. And I missed one of my best friend's wedding. And he still gives me a hard time over it now, going, you chose fireworks over my wedding. But you were um, in Sydney. I was in Sydney, yeah. Yeah, that's another. Do you think that's a good enough excuse? Fairly major. Yeah, I would yeah, have I thought so. so, yeah. I know, Fairly but I could major. have like, just flown back a day early and just gone to Tipperary, gone to the wedding. I could have. Um, but but yeah, um, weddings is a, is a big thing at this time of the year. And three quarters of people in this study uh, said they accepted an invitation to an activity or a wedding that they did not want to attend because they were worried about the consequences of declining. And I got to speak to uh, Declan Carroll, um, who now declines wedding invitations. I've never felt an obligation to go to any party. You know, if I get an invite, fine. I get an invite. If I don't, deal with it. So it's okay to turn it down. And what about wedding invitations? Is that all right to turn down the odd wedding invitation? Uh, I started to turn down wedding invitations because I mostly go on my own and I just find them now just, I'm gone beyond them. But uh, they can go I, on for hours. Yeah, if, I mean, if, it's nice to get a wedding invitation. If, I've gone, but slowly I'm sort of phasing them out. <laughs> Sorry for being so cynical. <laughs> and, you know, is it okay? Is it cynical? Because a wedding, as we know, can cost an awful lot of money for the guests. There can be the hotel. If you're a lady, hair, dress, then there's the wedding gift. It can add up. It can add up. And, you know, you have to ask, too, at the end of the day, is it a, an expense that can be done without? Could you have it more low-key? And I think today now, especially with the economic downturn and hotels maybe not being as available as they are, would it be nice to have, say, your wedding reception in a local pub? No, that would be great. Just have it in the pub. That would be a, a small wedding in a local pub that serves good food and everybody can just come and go then when they want to. There's no hanging around for hours waiting for speeches and just really low key keep it low, simple low, that's, that's what I would do yeah low key yeah I would I, that now would be a wedding I'd be, I would be inclined to go to rather than these big hotels now right so if you want Declan uh, or Car- Carol to come along uh, to your wedding or event of any sort uh, you have to have it in a pub he's very fussy about venue uh, did you like? Did you talk to any wagoning organisers or people like that who might have a view on this? No, absolutely. I popped along to onefabday.com. Their new edition is out now. This is their view. Um, my name is Jessica, and I'm the editor of One Fab Day. Jessica, we're here putting the last touches to One Fab Day. You know, it, it is wedding season, I suppose, all year round these days, but Christmas especially. Is it okay to reject that invitation or say yes and then say no? I don't think it's ever okay to say yes and then say no, but I do think that people procrastinate um, sending um, a a decline to an invitation because they're afraid of offending um, the host. But the thing is that with weddings, couples really just want to get on with their planning and they really just want to finalise that guest list. So it's better to just rip off the plaster and um, send your no straight away so that they can finalise their numbers. On my wedding, on the morning of, we had a few cancellations and it was a little bit tricky to rework the tables, but we got there. We were just happy that we knew. 
but you would say give a bit of notice don't cancel on the morning absolutely people are paying upwards of 100 euro ahead for people to be there on the day so if you cancel that's really really bad manners and also they'll have put a lot of effort into um, the table plan and seating people together who they think would get on um, and I think it's always really suspect when people get in touch the morning of and say that they've got a tummy bug or something's come up um, and I think that that does more damage in the long run to your relationship than saying no in the first place with plenty of notice. Because I remember getting out of a wedding, I rang the groom about a week before and said, look, I'm so sorry, I'm just not in the right frame of mind. And he was okay with it, he could have been a bit better, but you know, who knows what was going through his head. But, you know, can you understand this research, this West Virginia University research saying that we feel bad about counselling, we feel bad about not showing up, but the host is more than likely okay. I think that if you give them notice, they're usually okay um, because we, we we fear that we're going to offend them. Most people will understand, though, if you if you tell them that you're not able to come, that you you know you have other reasons, that maybe it's a diary clash or maybe for financial reasons you can't afford to go to their wedding. Because we know you're talking hundreds of euro to to attend a wedding between a gift and an outfit and all of that. Um, I think though you really need to think about um, not going to a wedding on short notice. Really, really think about the consequences because there are consequences. Yeah. So uh, say no uh, early and often. Just get out. Uh, get out now. Is the advice there. So, but you did talk to some people on the street before, Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there seem to be mixed views there. Yeah, you... yeah, really mixed. Uh, old and young. Um, here are guests and hosts. And I asked, do they feel bad cancelling or do they go out of duty? Um, yeah, I do feel it myself. I've had to like cancel on a few parties because they've been on the same days of like... So double bookings. A yeah. genuine double booking. Yeah, double booking, so you kind of have to decide which one you're going to have the most fun at. But then, as well, like, if you're trying to market yourself for, like, getting a job or something, you have to then be like, I won't have as much fun as this, but it might be good for my future, so I'll go to this party instead of the one I'm genuinely going to have fun at, you know? So, real classic networking. And what do you do for a living? Um, Well, I'm in college, but I'm trying to be a computer scientist, so... So you've got to choose which party to go to. Do you ever worry, if you don't show up, that your host is going to, you know, reject you and be annoyed with you? If it's your friends and they're inviting you to a party, they probably won't be as annoyed. But if it's, like, a business inviting you, you'll be like, oh, my God, they're going to notice I'm not there. But in reality, they're not really going to notice you're there if there's a lot of people there. Let them know that I'm not going to make it. And uh, don't have to give a reason. If it doesn't suit you, you don't want to go, don't go. I can't make it. That's fine. can't make it. That's all. I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't go to the trouble of making excuses. Just say I can't make it. You have some mince pies there. Are you going to a party? Are you hosting a party? No, no, these are all for me and uh, <laughs> yeah, me and my wife. That's it. So yeah. they're for you. Yeah. Tell me, do you feel a pressure to go to the party? And if you're hosting, do you understand why people can't show? Uh, well, I don't host for a start. I go to other people's houses. That's a lot easier. Uh, I do think there's a bit of pressure sometimes with things like work parties and what have you. Yeah, um, and sometimes I think you end up making a judgment. Really, you know, better are two evils, you, and you end up going. So. so you end up going. You feel that you kind of have to. How many people sit at home the night before the work Christmas party yeah. saying, I am really looking forward to tomorrow's work Christmas party? You know, I know. Maybe about three. <laughs> yeah, three, three percent, I don't know. If you have a proper excuse, then obviously if someone's sick or dying and you don't want to go, then you don't want to go. But if you don't show up and you have to get invited to a friend's or a birthday's or a friend or a family member's party and you have no, 
you, you don't give a legitimate reason, like an RSVP, then I wouldn't agree with that, yeah. Right. Uh, so there we go. Uh, uh, mixed views there. Henry, you're, you're, you're obviously a very popular guy. You would get a lot of invitations at this time of the year. Or have you had to say no to people? Yeah, I, I've been, I was invited to a few things recently. Uh, like, basically, uh, I won't name them, but I, I turned them down. I didn't go or I ignored the invitation. And I have been quite selective. I'm only drinking one day a week. Okay, very um, good. And I'm being selective and I'm trying to make the important, not important, it's the wrong ones, the ones that mean something to me. So I'm not going to everything. Otherwise, you just fall apart because you're body's just full of alcohol yeah, and yeah. you're tired and exhausted and you're just a wreck. Yeah. What day of the week are you drinking? Uh, this week it's Saturday afternoon. <laughs> that, that <laughs> so no when you say there. one day a week, it could be any day. It's not no. a designated day. <laughs> no, it changes. It was at the Panto on Sunday, just gone. Uh, I drank at the Panto. So it's just one day a week. It's the only way I can survive. Uh, uh, just for clarity, Henry isn't in a Panto. Uh, I, no, I, I was just, I was, it was out there in Balbriggan. It was uh, Beauty and the Beast and I was a guest. Right. Okay. Uh, so you'd be good in Panto. You should consider oh. that for, you know. Oh, no, I there'd wouldn't. There'd be no drinking at all, though, then. Um, no, I, I would. No, I have to say, I, I think uh, Panto is perhaps the best art form. Love a Panto. There we go. The best art form. There's another controversial uh, statement from the mouth of Henry McCain. Henry, thanks a million as ever. Moncrief. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.